The following program does not offer personal medical advice. Please consult your doctor before using any treatment or product we cover. Welcome to Go to Health Radio with your host, Jonathan Marks. We provide a welcoming environment where experts educate you on important health topics, answer your questions, and provide information from which you can benefit in consultation with your doctor. And now, here is Jonathan Marks. Welcome back, everybody. This is Jonathan. Nice to see you and hear you today. And we've got another great show for you. It's June 30th, the last Wednesday of the month. And each month we devote this show to professional education, but all of you can learn a lot about uh, this. I think it'd be very helpful to you as you visit your doctor. Um, and I'd like to introduce two visitors with us today. They're both from eMedEvents, <clears throat> excuse me, eMedEvents, which is a large medical education company online and live. And we have Nick Nugent, PhD. He's the marketing director. He's a professor and marketing consultant who has worked and lectured in many different countries around the world. He currently teaches at Florida. Florida Southern College, Harvard, and Nord, Norda, Nord Academy in Germany. Dr. Nugent's consulting experiences span several industries and focus on marketing, marketing efficiency. He's also the current director of marketing at eMed Events. And we also have, have Kim Vihill. Kim is the global sales and business development director at eMed Events. Kim has been with eMed Events for five years and works with organizations large and small all over the world, literally, to meet their continuing medical education needs. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Good. So the first part of our discussion today, and we're going to take the whole hour, I wanted to talk about CME education, which is continuing medical education. And just as an introduction, and I'll have uh, Nick and Kim pop in here with more comment. But continuing medical education is, and continuing education is required for all licensed healthcare professionals. And um, they have to take so many units of continuing education each year to stay up with the latest in research and science and results and practices. Um, so everybody has to take continuing medical education. And um, for quite a number of years, this was funded almost exclusively by pharmaceutical companies and device companies. And um, around 2006, a big change came along because it was felt that there was too much self-promotion of the pharmaceutical companies and, and the device companies themselves and that the medical education needed to be more neutral, fair and balanced. And if it was gonna talk about a particular product or service to talk about a number of the ones that were available. And so ever since 2006, it's become much more I would say, um, uh, um, separate from um, the companies themselves in terms of content, but they are, but CME, a continuing education and continuing nurse education is still highly um, funded and supported by pharmaceutical and device companies. So that's an, a very important uh, participant in continuing medical education for health professionals. So that's the background. Now, Things have changed in the world following COVID, and I wanted to bring Nick and Kim in here to talk about how some of these things have changed and what you've experienced at eMed events. Certainly, and, and, and thank you for having us on. I really appreciate it. This is, uh, this is a fun topic, uh, and, it, and it's one of those topics where uh, it, it's, it's interesting to go through it, but it's also changing all the time. So, I mean, it, it was changing even before COVID hit. It, it turned from more of a, 
oh, I have to do these CME credits and I have to make sure I get the ones done and make sure I get my hours. And it was kind of a, a pain for some people. And then the industry changed to make it more adaptable and make it more attractive. And, and it made it, uh, it wrapped it into fun conferences and fun places and places where you wouldn't mind taking your family to. And, you know, not only can you get your CME credits, but you can listen to some wonderful speakers. You can learn about the newest medical devices that are out there. You can learn about the newest pharmaceutical drugs and all these kinds of things. And it became more of a package deal. You know, not only can I get my CME hours and, and do what I have to do, but I can also do what I want to do. And also the CME options changed, as you know. It wasn't just a matter of I have to take these set of 12 classes, but uh, regarding my specialties, I can take certain areas that are really interesting to me, or if I'm interested in getting into new specialties, I can try new options out. So mm-hmm. the industry changed to make it more attractive. And then COVID hit and, and, and then everything changed for everybody. Um, but obviously, as you can imagine, it turned into more of an online situation, you know, where you can't go to an interesting conference in Phoenix, you might have to stay at home or do it from your office or do it from your living room while your kids or dogs are going crazy upstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you still had to find a way to get done. And while the options changed, the requirements did not. And, and that's the, always an interesting thing when it comes to technology and marketing, when the results can't change, you still need to get your requirements. Just because COVID hits doesn't mean that right. you, can, you can stop learning. And, and just because uh, there's a global pandemic doesn't mean that you can't hit your hours. And so um, companies like us and, and other companies changed our paradigm a little bit in terms of, all right, now we're not worried about package deals. Now we're trying to be as efficient as possible. You know, uh, what, what, what is perfect for the consumer? And, and the problem is, of course, is that consumers are so different. So what might be perfect for a registered nurse might not be perfect for a, a surgeon. And depending on where you are in the world and what your restrictions were in regards to COVID and the pandemic and your overall career, uh, there was one, there was no one fits all for everybody. So um, uh, a lot of, a lot of situations changed, not only for your general behavior, but specifically for how are you going to get your CME credits for, for healthcare professionals. And, and we just have to adapt, you know, at the, at the end result, I don't care what we're, what we're selling or what we're doing or what we're, what we're doing on our website or anybody's doing, it has to come down to the consumers first. And if, and if the healthcare professionals need to have more options that are online, then we have to offer more options that are online. And if healthcare professionals need to find a way to get more uh, hybrid options where it's, you know, on demand versus live and, and, you know, depending on their schedule, well, then that's what has to be offered. So it was interesting because while everybody is changing what they've been doing, um, it, it really gave companies like us a chance to really listen to the consumer and just give them what they needed. Uh, not necessarily what they wanted, but what they needed. And, and luckily for us, um, it, those two merged very closely, what they needed and wanted. And certainly not making light of any pandemic or COVID situation, um, but having healthcare professionals need to get those credits and need to meet those requirements as they always do. Um, luckily, in the technology is out there where we can offer a tremendous amount of options for online CME redemption. And, and that, was, uh, that was always interesting to us. So it was, uh, it was a difficult beginning, but once we realized that uh, everyone's going to be in it for the long haul, sure. certainly we jumped on board. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really changed it permanently. I mean, there's just a lot more going on online. Well, absolutely. And it's not just healthcare, but it's a matter of, you know, we all know how, how, how hard it is to form a habit. And um, with, with how long the pandemic lasted, people formed habits without even knowing it. And they realized that they're spending more time on Zoom, more time in Google Meet, more time on, uh, on Skype and all these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to get used to it. And not just with their friends and with their coworkers, but also when they're continuing education. And so people are getting used to these kinds of things. And without even knowing it, they're forming a habit. And, you know, I hate to use the term 
term, you know, quote unquote, new normal, but that's exactly what it is. It's, it's now, certainly we have healthcare professionals who are, as we're coming maybe out of this situation that we've been in for the last year to 18 months, um, certainly many of them are looking to go to conferences and, and expand beyond what they've been doing for the last year and a half. But there are a lot of people now that realize that I can do this kind of work and be very efficient. I don't have to travel out of state and leave my family or leave my career. I can, I can, I can get things done very efficiently, whether it's during my lunch hours or whether it's late at night or early in the morning or just finding a way to sequester myself for a certain amount of time to get these CMEs done. So yes, it, uh, it, it certainly forms some new habits for, for everybody. Yeah, Kim, what have you seen in your, your end of the business and changes? What happened during COVID for, for you? So I would say um, very similar to what Nick said, we had to really pivot quickly. We had just a slew of healthcare professionals who needed to meet requirements by certain deadlines. Luckily, those deadlines were extended for most people. But um, for the organizations that we work with, a lot of them unfortunately were live conferences only. So there was a lot of panic of how do we get this education out Mm -hmm. and still meet the needs when we're not able to meet in person. So um, luckily we were able to put together programs for them um, virtually where we could either do a live recording like we are right now and have people come in and, and watch a webinar, for example, or they could do an on-demand that we would produce for them. So um, that turned out to be a, a big savior for a lot of companies, especially the medium to small size companies who didn't have the access or the tools to be able to do it themselves. And for the healthcare professionals, it just added a lot more options, like Nick had mentioned, where they might have only had um, a few different options for online for their credentials. And now they have so many to choose from, Um, you know, a year, year and a half later, we definitely have a little bit of Zoom fatigue, uh, if you will, from doing all of the things online. But I think the convenience factor has been amazing. And the fact that we've been able to pivot and get that launched for everybody's sake, whether it's our client as a organization, or the healthcare professionals who were waiting for specific topics within the area that they were interested in. What are some, you mentioned the convenience, what are some of the other benefits of having gone through this online period, uh, you know, learning online? Nick, you mentioned a few, you don't have to travel, you don't have the expense, you can use your time more efficiently. Um, yeah. Kim, I guess you can actually watch the, the content over and over again. You yeah. know, so that if you miss, sort of, yeah. miss a point, I mean, tell, let's, let's explore some of those benefits. Yeah. And, and, and it's, there's just so many different kinds of convenience, you know, and it's, you know, certainly I understand Zoom fatigue, but if I'm honest, I, I've appreciated the ability to do this because it allows me to talk to more people. If I'm perfectly honest, I, you know, I certainly love to travel and I've, and I've worked and, and lectured and, and, and consulted all over the world, but it's a matter of it's time consuming. And if you have a family and, you know, we're talking about jet lag and, and travel and being away and currencies and politics and all these kinds of things that you have to worry about, now you have the ability to do that kind of stuff right now, wherever you are. And when it comes to healthcare professionals, you don't have to alter other parts of your life to get what you need to get done in order to advance your career. And I think that's really, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why CMEs are so important. Uh, and, 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 and among them, of course, is to, is to continue the learning and always become better at your career and, and advance your career. 
Um, if that's your if that's your focal point, well, then you can't necessarily um, always plan on taking a trip somewhere if that doesn't fit well with who you are and and what your family requirements are and maybe your work requirements. You know, if you are a a trusted um, surgeon who is relied upon, you know, a lot, um, you might not have the ability to do a conference in Vienna. And, and and even though you really want to go to Vienna, maybe there there are things that really need to keep you close to home. And now you have that option to get what you need to get done. So it's not just a matter of time, but it's also so, you know, uh, it's less stressful. Um, and of course, I, I can't wait to travel again. I, I really can't. But uh, it's certainly, I don't have Zoom fatigue. I, I actually like this. I like the ability to talk to anybody because this morning I was talking to a group from Germany and, and, and I didn't have to, you know, I didn't have to get to go to, you know, go to the airport and, and right. deal with everything else. And now we have mm-hmm. the pleasure of talking with you and it's not, uh, it's not stressful and we're not tired. So it's uh, when it comes to, you know, continuing education and, and, and worrying about those requirements that you have to do if you're a healthcare professional, the options are, are, are un- practically unlimited now. And mm-hmm. while you used to be able to pick a certain spot or, you know, try to follow a certain speaker, or maybe you had a, a short list of, of uh, specialties that you wanted to, to kind of look into for your CME requirements. Now you really have an enormous amount, an enormous list of options for you to do. And, and to be able to do that from the comfort of your office or your own home with just a click away, it, uh, it is really efficient. That's really what it's about right now is efficiency. Uh, it doesn't matter if we're talking about CMEs, but we're talking about our overall life. Uh, we're getting to a situation where efficiency is optimal. And, and, mm-hmm. and that's one of the most important things. And this certainly helps with that. Yeah. Right, I want to talk a little bit. Kim, did you want to add some thoughts uh, to sure. that? Sure. I, I would just agree with Nick. Um, I personally love the Zoom option because I really feel like I've been able to meet a lot of people that I would normally not have been able to meet. And I think healthcare providers are um, finding that as well, especially when there's options to network and, and have some of that Q&A where they can really interact with the speakers mm-hmm. and they may get more time with those speakers this way versus if they were at an in-person conference. Scheduling has also been amazingly easier where physicians have had to block out time months in advance or if they're working for an institution, they have to really plan and coordinate who's going to take over while they're out of the office. It's not that way anymore. And it's been definitely uh, a lot easier from that standpoint, both from the family aspect, but also from just running their clinic or meeting their their goals at work with with the scheduling and their assistants appreciate that too when they're trying to coordinate all of that so yeah um it's definitely been a, a time saver and a money saver for institutions as well great now <clears throat> we've got just a couple minutes before our next break but kim if you could give me a sense for the world of cme i mean you you folks promote and you know um medical education from companies literally around the world. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. So as far as that goes, you know, we are able to work with anybody anywhere around the world and working virtually allows people to get to other countries or, for example, here in the U.S., um, people that are outside of the U.S. can now see, um, you know, get the traffic from the um, U.S. market where they normally might not have been able to do that in the past if it's a, a live conference in person. Right. So um, that piece has been definitely easier. Um, and yeah, we can we can reach the market globally with all of our different marketing strategies. So um, there's, there's a lot of ways for healthcare providers to get our messages with opted-in options and 
you know, really have access to anything they want 24 seven. Right. Great. Nick, you're a world traveler. Can you talk about is CME a a pretty accepted concept around the world? Um, well, yes and yes and no. I mean, it's certainly it's accepted. It's not necessarily the letters. It's the idea of continuing education, um, especially in the last you know, 10, 15 years. The idea of, of constantly not just, you know, resting on what you're what you're an expert at, but continuing your education, not just for the use of requirements, because it'll help you keep your job. But the idea of uh, technology is advancing so quickly now and that if you don't keep up to date with what's going on, you're going to be left behind. So the mm-hmm. idea of that is certainly, you know, um, very well received around the world, sure. Great. Yeah, I know I've worked with a number of um, companies in Europe. I know um, yeah. European CME is quite a well-established um, concept, and they've actually, with some changes, because it's just different in those cultures, they've kind of accepted the American CME model, um, yeah. uh, uh, you know, of, of, of uh, what do I, you know, evidence-based and unbiased education, uh, so yeah. that so that the physicians or the healthcare professionals are really getting the best education they, they can. It's not just about promotion. So Absolutely. we're talking with Nick Nugent and Kim Vigil, uh, excuse me, Nick Thank Nugent you. and Kim Vigil from EMED Events. We're going to be back after this break, and we're going to be talking about some prime examples they can share with us about how companies have used um, innovative med- medical education during this COVID time. Stick with us. We'll be back in just a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, The Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. 
That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, we're back and we're talking about continuing medical education, which is the continuing education health professionals have to get every year to make sure they are current with the latest in knowledge and technology. We're talking with Nick Nugent and Kim Vihill, both from eMed Events, which is a large international continuing medical education company. They're based here in the U.S. Kim, I wanted to ask you about some specific examples of programming that you did um, basically virtually uh, during COVID, because I, I think they're kind of models for the future that you're probably going to be uh, talking with other new clients about. So can you give us some examples of some of the programs that you did? Sure. So we did a couple early on um, that were really helpful for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Um, they were really not equipped at that time when the pandemic first hit and the shutdown to be able to pivot from live to online. So for the HCPs who needed those courses, we put together a project where we did four weeks in a row and each week it was different speakers. It was an hour long and um, it was just a live online meeting where Mm -hmm. physicians could come do their CME, but also it was more of a discussion type of a situation. they were able to interact with the speakers and really get some good questions answered in addition to just the material. So um, we ran that series on a four, a four time um, weekly series for them. And um, with Phillips, we worked before you, before you go to Phillips, let me just ask you a couple of questions um, so we can elucidate about cancer treatment centers. Were they happy with the results? They were very happy. Can you tell us more about that? Um, Well, they were very happy with the results. It was um, a quick production. It was done really well. Um, We edited and cleaned it up so that it was um, a a nice project for an enduring program. Mm -hmm. So physicians can still go on their website and um, take those courses. So that was definitely a long lasting project. Um, but they were very happy with it. The physicians who attended had nothing but great things to say about the um, the development, the whole production. They were really happy with all of it. Um, and then they definitely, a, a lot of the people who, the HCPs who attended the first week um, came back week after week for the mm. whole series. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were really happy with that as well because they were easily able to knock out four credits um, mm-hmm. over a four week period and, you know, at their convenience because the time was, um, was a time that made sense for a majority of the, of the U S. So they were very happy. Cancer treatment centers of America was happy and the HCPs who took that course were very happy. And just so, just for clarification, HCP stands for? Oh, healthcare providers. Yes. Right. There we go. Yes. So HCPs the healthcare are healthcare providers. providers right. The physicians who took those courses were very, right. ha- very happy. Um, with with the results, right? And each each unit is basically an hour. So if they took four units, it meant they were spending four hours in training about cancer. Right. So it was one hour sessions. Yep. One time a week, four weeks back to back. So Got it. it was really easy. Um, an hour goes by super quickly, as we all know, especially if it's information that is engaging and that is interesting. 
Um, so the courses were very good material, but also um, gave them one credit for each course that they took. Got it. Got it. And um, if I recall, I, I think physicians have to get, is it 60 units? Is it every year or every two years? I can't quite remember, but it's something like that. It, it, there's different requirements for each state. And on our website, um, there's a breakdown. I, I don't know all the states and all of the timelines off the top of my head, but um, you know, there's specific requirements. And with uh, 2020, again, the um, the requirements, the deadlines were pushed back, which made it a little bit yep. easier for people to get that um, credit out of the way. But we were able to start this project for Cancer Treatment Centers of America, I believe it was in April uh, of 2020. So we, we were able to get that ordered right away for them and mm-hmm. then produced right away. So physicians had that information at their fingertips um, pretty quickly. You know, in, comp- in comparison with a uh, face-to-face meeting, that can take a year of planning. I mean, you've got to mm-hmm. find the location. you got to set up the hotel. The, you know, it's just an a, a incredible amount of planning that has to be done to put these medical meetings on. And here, you know, when you're doing it virtually, you can do it in a couple of weeks. It was amazing, especially when it's an hour long. Those are definitely easy to produce quickly. Yes. Um, you know, if it's a 20-hour symposium that's virtual, that's a different story. But it still takes a much less time from an organization's standpoint. Um, and, and for a healthcare provider, it's um, sometimes easier, again, because they don't have to do that travel. So it was right. definitely a win on um, on both sides for the healthcare provider and for the organizations to be able to have that information quickly produced and also available virtually. You also had another example to talk about, which was Philips. Yes. Um, and Philips, we, describe who Philips is, if you would, because people may sure. know the name, but I don't know if they know what they do. Sure. So the division that we worked with for this project is Philips Respironics. And um, Philips is the company who produces the respirators and other um, breathing and sleep medicine machines. They produce all kinds of machines and devices. But for this project, we did a four-part series. Two of those um, webinars were focused on sleep medicine. And those were each um, one hour long. And those are accredited for one CME uh, each. And then also the respiratory therapy, we did one on oxygen and then one on um, remote patient data, utilizing that so that the physicians can use that data remotely and and really help the patients. So um, essentially, it was two hours of credits for the healthcare providers on sleep medicine and two hours on oxygen therapy, which during the pandemic was a huge um, need, right? Because- Uh, There's a lot of topics that people wanted to learn about, but most of us haven't really slept well in the past year. Um, And a lot of people were having to go on different oxygen devices or respirators or different types of machines during the past year, or they know somebody who had to. So um, even more than from a healthcare professional standpoint, it's education that um, from the Phillips project, that was a free, uh, it is a free project. And mm-hmm. so people can still go in and take those courses to learn about the information and really understand. It is definitely focused towards healthcare professionals, 
Um, but it's in enough of a layman's term that people could, you know, I understood it. I'm not clinical. And I learned a lot from those, those webinars just because there were things about sleep medicine that I didn't know. So, right. um, but yeah, it was, it was a, it's a great project. And, um, those webinars, we, we started those webinars, um, basically in July and we had them produced and ready to go for the physicians by September, October, and November. So again, just like you mentioned earlier, a much faster turnaround to be able to produce the uh, material and get that available for the physicians right. versus putting together a live conference. Right. And can uh, do you, have you gotten feedback from Philips about how they've been satisfied with that and also how if, if they've gotten feedback from their professionals who've taken the courses? Mm-hmm. Yep. The feedback surveys are definitely positive. The physicians um, that are taking the courses, and it's not just physicians for this one. Uh, for this series, it's physicians, it's nurses, it's respiratory therapists, um, and then other um, healthcare providers who want to learn about those types of um, topics. So um, we've had great reviews for uh, on the speakers. We've had great reviews on the content, on the overall production. And so everybody has been happy from a user and learner standpoint. Philips is happy with that project as well. Um, we're actually renewing those webinars that are expiring soon. So we will have those available um, through 2022 for a majority of those. Wonderful. Great. Mm-hmm. And then um, if you don't mind my popping in with a third project um, sure, that I participated do. in, um, and that was also through EMEAT events, which is how we kind of met. But um, I, I host quite a bit of continuing medical education. I've probably recorded 100 hours of CME for, for other websites. Um, but I worked on during 2020, during the pandemic, I worked with a hyperbaric medicine association and hyperbaric medicine is where you get put in a pressure tank. Uh, it's, it was originally used for bringing scuba divers up from the deep. Um, and if they came up too quick, they could get um, carbon dioxide poisoning. So they would need to be put in a hyperbaric tank to feed them with oxygen. But what we now know is that oxygen and high pressure oxygen is very healing for a a number of other uh, conditions. And um, this conference was quite amazing. It was all online. We had about 120 participants who loved it. But I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, There was one doctor who was in a um, COVID ward and she had access to a hyperbaric medicine chamber. And when she was able to put uh, COVID patients into the hyperbaric medicine chamber, they were able to breathe for the first time because they were getting such purified oxygen and they could actually sleep. They actually slept for the first wow. time when they, they were in this hyperbaric chamber. Um, so it was really quite an amazing experience that she shared and how much hyperbaric medicine um, really helped with COVID. For example, it also helps with wounds um, and wound healing. And it's very important. And one of the reasons they wanted to put on this um, conference was that hyperbaric medicine is not a well-known specialty within the medical field. And a lot of doctors don't even know about it or think to refer to hyperbaric medicine. Um, So one of the objectives they had was to educate 
doctors outside of the hyperbaric industry into the benefits of what hyperbaric medicine can provide. So that, again, this would be a very interesting topic for CME, for continuing medical education, for the general professional population so that they know when hyperbaric medicine can come into play and really help the patient. I would agree. Um, I'm finding that a lot of the healthcare providers that I've worked with, um, both with EMED events and also personally, there, there's a little bit of a, a, a different thought process now than there was maybe 15 or 20 years ago, where um, it's not just alternative medicine or um, medical, medically trained medical school people. Right. Um, there's a lot of cross referrals now. Um, my HCP has talked about um, chiropractic and acupuncture, for example, and my chiropractor has talked about hyperbaric medicine recently. Um, so it's been it's been quite interesting to see that change too within the medical field because there's so many different treatment options out there. Right. That it's nice to be able to see to for the for the healthcare providers to know that hyperbarics is available. And we definitely got good feedback on that project as well. Great. On our side. So with the advent of 2021, here we are halfway through the year. I, I'll ask both of you to comment, if you can, on what differences are you seeing now, if any, now that we, the United States has kind of opened up in certain parts? Is there changes in terms of what your clients are looking for or what the needs are? I think um, that what I'm seeing is that there's a lot of people that are ready to travel and they're ready to go back in person to these conferences um, from a medical education um, company perspective, they're being very cautious. They really want to put these productions out live, but based on last year and different waves happening with COVID spiking, um, I think they're hesitant because they really want to try to make sure that there's um, more of an assurance that the conference isn't going to get canceled. So I'm seeing that a lot of conferences are coming in now where they're going to be virtual until at least the third quarter, which would be, or excuse me, the fourth quarter. So um, October, and then some organizations are not doing anything live until 2022, January, as of right now. Um, we do have some more that are opening up this summer and in the fall, but a lot of organizations are still being cautious. Um, healthcare professionals are, you know, they're fine doing the, the in-person, a lot of them, they're, they're fine doing the virtual. And then there's a lot that are now starting to do hybrid where part of it's online and mm. part of it is live and gives people the choice to either um, attend or live stream. Um, there definitely is more of a cost involved with that. Yes. But some organizations have the grant funding to be able to do both. And they're, the nice thing about that is that they can get the message out to more people mm -hmm. and they're able to really see, um, you know, see people from both a, a virtual and a live perspective. But I think that people are always going to want that hybrid component or that virtual component now that we understand that yes. we can get great education and have the convenience of not having to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That's great. Nick, any insight on that? 
Uh, yeah, we have. Uh, we've had a, lot, a good number of companies in the last several months hire us for our research. We we have a tremendous database, as you can imagine, and uh, they're they're curious about what you just talked about, and they're curious about what do what are the what do the HCPs want? You know, do they want to go back? Do they want the hybrid? Do they want the uh, do they want the live? Do they want the on demand? And the answer is they want everything. Uh, this the you know it, it's just like exactly what Kim said. Some people want to go live. Some people want to be at the same conference where the live stuff is happening, but not travel. Uh, because they're either nervous to, or they don't have the ability to, or whatever. Um, but the answer is, is is that a lot of people who can afford it, a lot of companies and event planners who can afford it, are doing a hybrid option, you know, a kind of a triple hybrid. They're doing live, live streaming, uh, hybrid, also on demand, because people are, are realizing that, uh, and they and they've gotten wow. used to it, the ability to, you know, figure these CME COE options out on their own time. So it's not just live and live stream, it's also on demand mixed in there. So it's kind of a, a triple hybrid that people are, are really wanting to be a part of. And and that's kind of what uh, companies are seeing. And, and these major brands, they have to do what the customers want. And if the HCPs want it, um, that's what you have to provide. Right, good. Well, again, we're talking with Nick Nugent and Kim Vigil from EMED Events, which is a large medical education company. They're online, they also do live. Uh, they help organizations sponsor and organize um, the, the promotion and the distribution of these kinds of events. And we're going to take a short break and we'll be back for a third segment with Nick and Kim. And we're going to talk more specifically about EMED events itself and what EMED events provides and its services and why so many different medical education companies use them to help educate professionals. We'll be back in just a minute. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Today, many doctors prescribe basic pharmaceuticals to their patients who aren't feeling well or have various aches or pains. Is this the right course of action for all patients? We don't think so. Find out about healthy, natural ways to help you feel your best by tuning in to the CBD Ed Show with host Ed Cheney. Ed and his guests will explain full-spectrum CBD using the whole hemp plant for good health and answer all of your questions about CBD and natural treatment in general. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Go to Health Radio. To reach Jonathan Marks or his guest expert on the live program, call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Jonathan Marks at gotohealthmedia.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, we're back with Nick Nugent and Kim Vigil from eMed Events, a large medical education company. And I wanted to give them a few minutes to talk about the features and benefits that eMed Events has developed. They've been around for quite a while. They're a very large company in the medical education space. And again, continuing medical education is that education for licensed healthcare providers who have to take, and you should be very happy about this, they have to take continuing medical education every year to stay up to date with the latest procedures and information. So Kim, Nick, tell us about eMed Events. Sure. So eMed Events has um, really two main users. We have um, a great, great opportunities for healthcare providers and also great opportunities for medical education companies. Um, from a healthcare provider standpoint, healthcare providers can use our site. Um, there's no charge. Uh, at some point, we may charge, uh, but we don't charge anything right now. We haven't for the past five or six years. It's a free platform. They can go in and really just set up a free account and use their um use their account to be able to find education courses to take for their medical education requirements. So they can find courses, they can book their travel right there on our site. If they're going to go in person, Mm -hmm. they can also book, um, you know, their dinner reservations, everything that they need right in one spot. They can also um, find online on demand courses on our site. If there is a registration fee, we can take care of the payment right on that portal And then once they get their certificate from completion of that course, we'll get those completion certificates not only right to them, but we also have a CME vault where all of their certificates can be housed, not just uh, certificates that are earned on EMAT events. Uh, So they have everything in one spot. Um, Some of you may know, right, when you are um, taking courses from multiple uh, providers of, of education, you're going to have emails in 15 different places or 20 different places. And then when it comes time to prove that you've taken those courses, sometimes it's a challenge. Um, it, it's, it never fails that we get people emailing and calling us asking for um, certificates from courses they took 18 months ago or two years ago. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, this CME vault has really been a game changer to allow people to have everything in one spot. Um, but we also allow people to mark if they're going to go to a conference or not. So if it's an in-person conference, it's nice because they can see who else has decided to mark that mm. they're also going and kind of start a pre-conference uh, networking type situation. So it's not just come to EMED events, find a course. It's come to EMED events, really find the courses that you're looking for, the time that you want to take them, the time of year, the location, and then everything that you need is right there. Um, we also have a 
new program that I'll have Nick talk about in just a second um, that is really amazing to help them with um, with their money that they get from their uh, their institution that they work with. But um, from a organization standpoint, we also have for medical education companies, they can use us to do everything that they need for production. So they can use us to just list their course for free on our website. Again, that may change at some point to a paid model, but right now it's free to use our site to list courses. And then we can do everything from the production of their webinar or help them organize a live event. We can help them with accreditation. We can help them with registrations and issuing the certificates mm. and, and marketing. Of course, we have our marketing director here today, Nick. Um, mm. So we really have two different audiences that can get a lot of benefit out of EMED events. And people that use us, whether it's medical education companies or it's healthcare professionals, they come back and use us time and time again because they're happy with the service, whether again, it's a CME production, a medical education production that we're doing or marketing, or if it's a healthcare provider who's coming to us and using us to take um, courses live right. or, or in per, you know, online. So Nick, before you pop in, <clears throat> let me just explain a couple of things to folks who may not know. So there, uh, Kim was talking about a medical education company. You may not know they exist, but a medical education company is a company that's devoted to creating medical education you know, content for continuing education for health professionals. So there are companies that actually specialize in medical education, and that's why they're called medical education companies. Um, and then, uh, Nick, you, you were going to talk about some amazing thing that's just been launched this year. Yeah, you know, we started we started very simply, uh, you know, several, several years ago, we started as medical conferences, you know, just a, a collection of medical conferences. We wanted to be able to provide uh, HCPs with an unlimited option of finding conferences if they needed conferences, traditional live conferences. But then we realized that that HCPs needed a lot more. And our current mission is that we're the global marketplace for medical education providers and healthcare professionals. But more than the marketplace, now we're a community. And and that and to be a community, you have to do a lot of things. You have to offer networking. You have to you know offer that one-stop learning, networking, e-commerce marketplace, um, not only for medical conference organi organizers, but also pharmaceutical companies, medical device companies, HCPs, of course, uh, people who need help marketing. And just like Kim said, anything anything in between, we need to be able to offer that kind of stuff. So now we're, we're more of a community. That has also led now, because we want to be more of a community for, this, for these uh, HCPs and the organizers and everyone in between, now we look more at what these HCPs really need. And that is the idea of what we've launched is called the CME Redeem. It's called EMED Redeem. And, and what that is, is, is um, health HCPs have, um, have to do everything we've talked about for the last 45 minutes. You know, they have to have requirements that they meet every single year. They have to take courses. They have to get certificates. They have to meet hours, any number of things, depending on your specialty. Uh, and often those are reimbursed to you, the money that you spend is reimbursed to you by either your hospital, your state, another company, uh, another firm, or whatever. But a large percentage of HCPs get that get that money spent reimbursed. Uh, what we do is we allow uh, we allow a little bit more of an efficient process, and that money that you don't spend is lost. And and a lot of times, because life is hectic, and as life has gotten more hectic over the past eighteen months, as we know it, and it's certainly not going to slow down, uh, because it gets so hectic, people lose out on the ability to spend that money. 
and they lose out on the ability to to learn more things and network more often and mm -hmm. you know uh, watch and listen and learn more courses. Uh, now we have the ability to uh, have a little bit more of an efficient process. So what we do is we optimize that CME, CE money and time. And what they can do is they can sign up for any number of three levels on our company. And so let's say if they let's say if they spend a thousand dollars and they sign up for uh, what we call EMED Plus, which is the bottom tier and they sign up for $1,000, what they do is they get access to a much more personalized, customized platform. And just things like we're able to remind you of how many hours you have left, or we give personal recommendations for conferences that you might enjoy just based on the profile that you pick. We have 24-7 customer support. We have a lot of things that, that uh, HCPs would find not only awesome, but necessary in moving forward in this environment uh, with a lot of other options. And along with that $1,000 is that they get a 30% reimbursement of a gift card. Uh, we just want to be able to, to kind of give medical professionals the opportunity to, to really optimize what they do. So not only have access for an entire year of everything that we do, all the recommendations, all the continual learning, all the networking options, both the events given from EMED, but also some of our partners. But we also have the opportunity now to, to give them a gift card and, and allow them to spend that either on continuing uh, education, either on our platform or somewhere else, but also if they need to do something else with it, uh, uh, travel or, or do whatever they need to. Um, and obviously, we have three different uh, packages. We have EMED Plus, we have EMED Pro, and we have EMED Premier. And it just simply goes up in terms of monetary rewards. So if you uh, spend it to $1,000, you get a 30% of your spending money back in the form of a gift card, Amazon Visa gift card. If you spend up to $5,000, you get 40% redeemed back on a gift card. So if you spend 5,000, you get uh, you know, uh, um, you get a really good amount back. And then if you spend uh, over 5,000, you can get upwards of 2,500 plus back. Uh, because we up it to 50%. So um, not only, uh, obviously, the money and the gift card is good, but what, what we're more excited about is the opportunity for our HCPs to be a part of our community and our marketplace and having access to, to our researchers and the people on the EMED team, letting them know exactly where they stand in their, in their, um, in their allotment, where they stand in terms of getting their accreditation, where they might be interested in going and traveling to, or if a, if a certain, yeah, you know, now because we have so many live and online options uh, and, and on-demand options, we have so many more conferences and special events popping up really quickly. Like you said earlier, it used to be a lot of planning that goes into these live events. You know, you know a year in advance where you're going to go the following year. Now right. we have events that pop up on, on the month. And so, you know, because HTPs are so busy, they might not be aware of those events popping up. So we're excited to have people join on that program and so that we can remind them, hey, you might be interested in this oncology event that's happening. Or you might be interested in this hyperbaric um, um, speaker event that's happening next Tuesday. Um, mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff that you get when you sign up. So yes, the, the, the gift card redeem is awesome. I'm sure that HCPs are really going to enjoy that. But what personally, what I'm excited about and what our team is excited about is having more members of our community that can continue to work together. And that's really what it's all about. Wonderful. And it really sounds like you're kind of, if, I don't know that they have a lot of time, but you're really creating social networking aspects of being involved with EMED events so that it's, as Kim was saying before, if somebody knows somebody else is going to a meeting, they can have a pre-meeting or connect with them, learn more. It becomes more of a whole social event before and after the That's meeting. exactly right. Yeah, exactly. And not just social, you know, social networking with EMED, but also with whatever, whatever um, outlying partner and whatever speaker. It's now it's, it's turning into its own social platform. And that's really what we want. We want to have that. Again, we're a marketplace, but more importantly, we're a community. 
and uh, and what a great community to be a part of. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Kim, did you want to add some thoughts? No, I mean, Nick covered it really well. I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, the it's been well received and it just launched. So I'm super excited to get the word out more to people who, um, you know, maybe haven't heard of it yet, or maybe they've seen it and they've kind of toyed around with it, but they didn't understand everything. Nick did a great job explaining Great. So, Kim, um, we have just a couple minutes left, but I, I find this topic interesting, and I'm wondering if you could let us know about it. The founders of EMET Events, um, the, very interesting family, and can you? And they're very attuned to being doctors because. And now you can tell the story if you don't mind. Sure. The the um, EMET Events was started by um, a doctor and his sister, and. Um, we have, uh, you know, they, they had the standard issue years ago where um, they had money that they had to spend and it was either use it or lose it. And uh, the end of the year was coming. The deadline to use that money was coming. And uh, he was having a really hard time being able to get those, uh, you know, get to the right place because back then we didn't have the option to go online. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was really, it was really hard and Google was just brand new and the internet was brand new. Um, and his sister was um, taking, you know, her her final courses for her um, degree, and she said, "Hey, I'm going to use this as a, um, a a way to put together a business, uh, uh-huh. and I'm going to make a business out of this." Well, it turned out that there was much more of a need than uh, she was. She was right about the need, right? And so um, that's basically how Emet Events was Got born it. because. Her brother was having such issue with trying to figure out how to find the courses he needed within the timeline that he needed to meet. And he was so frustrated. Other people have to be just as frustrated. And so it started out, like Nick said, as a platform where we just listed courses everywhere. As they came live, we would list them and be, you know, it was almost like the yellow pages for uh, medical education events. And then it has turned into so much more over the years. We've just grown in so many different directions and departments um, just because we, when we find that there's a need for something um, for a medical professional or for a medical education company, mm-hmm. um, we figure out how, how is this going to be the most um, resourceful and the most value for them. And if we don't already have it, we will make sure that we add that to our services. We really listen to um, our customers, um, whether it's, again, a, a healthcare provider using us for their education or a medical education company. Um, because when people need something, we try to make sure that we have what they need. Yeah. Kim, thank you. So we're at the end of our show. I want to thank Nick Nugent and Kim Vihill from EMET Events. I hope you've gotten a good sense for the kind of uh, the many different ways in which EMET Events can serve both healthcare professionals and medical education companies. Well, I want to thank you both for being here and um, we'll be happy to have you back at some point, perhaps even with some of your clients. Um, But anyway, we'll see. And I want to thank you all for listening today and being with us. Uh, Kim, again, thank you. Nick, thank you. It was a pleasure. And we'll be back next week with more. Remember, go to health. Thank you for tuning in this week to Go to Health Radio. 
Be sure to join Jonathan Marks and another health expert next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. You can also catch the program on your favorite podcast platform. Until our next show, be sure to visit us on the web at go to healthmedia.com and elevate your life.